Welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. We're hanging back here with the regulars plus one. What's up, guys? What's up, man? Yo, man, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah, who's that? Full house tonight. Full house. Will in the house. Sir Will in the house. The one, the only, the much anticipated and always (laughs) annihilated. (laughs) That's new. That's I like weird. it. I like that intro. <laughs> like it's something you'd see on WWE. You're all. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There was a, there was a big WWE fight this weekend. Was was it WrestleMania this weekend? I heard Stone Cold Steve Austin came out and fought this weekend. Oh wow! Seriously, man. I heard. I saw something recently that like the Undertaker retired. Maybe that was, I don't know how old bro, I don't know. He's I don't, probably like 80 years old. Yeah, right? that's old, bro. Yeah, yeah. But, the, oh, yeah. but Stone Cold, I remember Stone Cold walking yeah. around dual knee braces, barely could move <laughs> back when I was young. Yeah, man. Oh, man. He's out there wrestling, man. That's wild. Yeah. You know he slammed some natty lights. There's no way he did. <laughs> no, no oh, way. For sure. For sure. Yeah, dude. natty lights or PBRs, one of the two. He was getting down though. On PBRs, because I just uh, recently learned that PBRs have about sixty to seventy more calories than your normal light beer. Really? Uh, You're trying to pack yeah. on for winter, man. That's the beer. <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, yeah, I got well, my shifter and everything. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, you you do have a shifter knob that is a a, a keg tap <laughs> for PBR, yeah. right? Hell yeah, dude. I like the party. Uh, this is Officer uh, Doofus. Uh, have you been drinking tonight, sir? <laughs> yes. Oh, that beer you smell is just this beer tap here. That's it's my, happens beer my tap, shifter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could never get the smell out. Weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is weird. Huh. Oh, man. Are y'all doing anything the last couple weeks? Oh, yeah. What have I done? You got on the road, didn't you? Yeah, back on the road. Lap two around this beautiful uh, country of ours. Nice. Yeah, you're you're live from the woods. A field a field reporter, if you wish. (laughs) A field (laughs) reporter. That's right. I'm watching the sun go down over the Ozark Mountains right now. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Tell us how it is overlanding in nature instead of just talking about it from your garage. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Oh, as I'm here in my garage uh, after <laughs> right? a full day's work. <laughs> we all live vicariously through you yes. and your non-ending adventures. <laughs> yes, it always exactly. looks pretty online. Just remember that. Yeah, there's some real life stuff you got to do. Yep, yep. So you're yeah. heading, um, yeah. you, were at, you were at an event this last weekend, right? Yeah, so I uh, trip fell and landed in that event. Uh, I didn't know that there was an event going on. And uh, I found out through, uh, I started working with a company uh, called Venture Wipes. And uh, it's basically, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a individually wrapped wipe. Think about a shower pouch, but uh, it's a little bit smaller and more manageable, a lot less expensive. And it's good for what I like to consider. I've got what they, what I consider bitch skin. And, uh, so I break out, I can't, yeah. I can't use a lot of the different wipes and stuff, but I can use these and, uh, they're really cool, man. And I, I like using them a little bit better than baby wipes. So 
I, uh, I told them I'd start working with them and kind of uh, promoting their items to the different places that I go and selling them nice. and doing different stuff. So he said he was going to be there. And I was like, well, damn, I didn't even know there was an event. Let me show up and uh, see what's going on. So I did. And pretty decent, uh, pretty decent event. Um, nice. You know, yeah, it wasn't bad. Whereabouts was that event? It was actually outside of Winrock. Uh, so there's a, uh, place up in Oak Ridge or uh, I guess it's called Lansing actually. And, um, it's called Freedom Hills Campground and the guy oh, yeah. is kind of putting it all together. Yeah. I've heard of that. He's putting it together for, uh, wounded veterans. I think mm-hmm. he wants to do a lot of stuff with those guys. And, uh, so yeah, that's kind of what the event was to help him get started in that. And they had a little obstacle course out there. Uh, a few vendors out there and uh yeah it was, it was not a bad event i for for something that i had no idea was going on i was i was quite impressed that you know <laughs> nice. there was that many people out there low expectations create uh great experiences That's yeah true. man and okay. you know those little small events are nice too because they uh there's a lot more manageable so you know you get to interact with people and you know and it's always good when I'm on the Southeast side of the, the U S people actually recognize me and they kind of follow along my content. And yeah. so I get to meet those folks. Whereas whenever yeah, I go out so West, cool. I'm kind of incognito. Yeah. Well, everybody Today, and their brother has a forerunner out West. So <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of forerunners, <laughs> yeah. a lot of forerunners out there. Uh, well, that sounds cool, man. Where are you heading to? You said you're in the Ozarks now, so you've you've already traversed uh, something like the state of Tennessee and probably two other states since this weekend, and it's only Tuesday. So, <laughs> yeah, man. Well, actually, I hit three states today. So I started out outside of uh, Nashville <laughs> today. Uh, went through Kentucky, hit Illinois, and now I'm in Missouri, and I'm headed to Springfield uh, for the Moore Expo, which is this nice, weekend. Yeah. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, this whole idea came up to because you were in Nashville, and I was like, "Hey, just come by the house. We'll drink beers, set the set the speaker up, and we'll just do the podcast live in person <laughs> with the crew." <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> which I was like, "Hey, why not?" Uh, we just yeah. got done uh, doing a live podcast. Kind of got it figured out now. Let's go for it. Right. Um, but. Will Will said he wasn't feeling good, and I don't blame him because I ain't trying to get sick. So if you got if you got something, get on out the way. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know if I if I got the cooties or if it's uh, if it's like pollen, but I'm pretty sure it's the the pollen because it's uh, it's it's all the tall tale signs of allergies. And I'm yeah. back here in the southeast, which is what happens. Yep. It's that time of the year for allergies. That's for sure. Yep. Well, I hope you get to feeling better. Enjoy the next expo. Are you selling action tracks there or are you just visiting? Yeah, so I'll be uh I'll be kind of splitting some time up. Um I'll be again working with Venture Wipes. I'll do a few meet and greets at the action tracks uh booth as well as there's a content corner or content creator corner rather at the more expo where uh, I'll be pulling Apple in and kind of going over Apple and showing everybody and talking to everybody about Apple. And uh, I'm actually anxious to see if they're going to let me inside because it's an indoor event. And I'm anxious to see if they're going to let me inside with all the mud that I've got on it right now. So we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but, yeah, don't uh, you those like polished perfect to, to go inside? Not mine. If I get to polish it, it won't, it won't be in there, bro. Cause I haven't watched <laughs> yeah. this thing in a solid three years. 
Stalling three years. Stalling three years. Actually, I take that back. I did have to spray it off whenever I, uh, whenever I uh, clogged up the radiator. Well, that doesn't count as a so a car wash considers of of <laughs> wiping it down or spraying it down using a bucket with like soap, like old school, and like rubbing it on, and then rinsing Solid that off again. It yeah, does involve that. this hand motion. If this hand motion never happened, then then it's wax not a on, wash. wax yeah. off. Solid three years. Yeah. Solid three years, he says. Yeah, wow. if, you just vehicle, if you just hose Which off a vehicle. Which is funny because I was just telling you guys that, uh, you know, before we got started that I had caught up on all the podcasts and I had a list of line items that I that I had uh, thought about. Time <laughs> and one of them, one of them is the fact that listening to you guys talk about all the stuff that you do makes me realize how much I really neglect Apple or makes me feel like. It. <laughs> 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 yep. Well, maybe we're just, I don't know, particular with, with our maintenance or maybe just our vehicles are older. I don't know. I think y'all just like tinkering. Yeah, fill yeah, the time. That. You know, when, when you're I not mean, driving across the country, you got to fill the time somehow. So. Yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty packed <laughs> with time for that. Can't yeah. just, uh, can't just go polish the thing and do some maintenance. <laughs> you're, you're in a, you're in a AutoZone parking lot when, when you're <laughs> going across fixing something. Yep. Yeah, right now I'm just trying to figure out how I can jack it up in the air and figure out which one of my hubs is making noise because i'm pretty sure there's a hub bearing making noise oh no uh, but you know it's not uh it's not broke broke and it kind of fixes itself every now and then so <laughs> we're rolling i had a uh hub bearing start making noise i don't know maybe three hours before our first trail Jeez. and uh <laughs> i never opened it up i just drove it back <laughs> the toyota way so, you're, you're probably pretty good to at least cross the country once will before you have to do anything i think i can at least get out to vegas <laughs> yeah at least to the warm weather yeah yeah you're golden i think i think you'll be all right <laughs> don't rush it just just figure it out <laughs> oh man jeff i saw you were out uh this last weekend in the trailer yeah yeah i took the kids uh camping um out to teleco plains um here in eastern uh tennessee and uh had a weekend with uh a handful of land cruiser guys nice. um one of my buddies invited me on the trip with his daughter yeah and friday night we were sitting there at our campground and there's it's a small campground there's like 10 spots first come mm-hmm. first serve so we were sitting there and i see this 80 series go by on the road. That's kind of like in front of the campground and he pulls into the campground and yep. drives past. And I hear this like rumbling. I'm like, that is not the straight <laughs> six that's in all the land cruisers. Yeah. So I like wave him down. I'm like, are you looking for a spot? And he's like, yeah. And I told him a couple spots up the road that, that I know of. Yeah. Um, and he ended up going to the, one of those, but, before he left, I was like, what do you got under the hood of this thing? Yeah. I felt like what uh, Vin Diesel and Fast and the Furious, what's <laughs> under the hood? <laughs> and uh, he had a uh, LS from a, a Silverado Ooh, Wow! Um, in there. And it was, uh, he put a cam in it. And um, 
some nice like headers in it. And he put the transmission also from the Silverado in it. And it just sounded wow. just mean. Yeah. And he's wow. like, yeah, the guys that were building this wanted me to tune it. He's like, this could be a 500 horsepower motor. Let's build it. And he's like, no, I just want reliability. <laughs> I don't need 500 horsepower. Yeah. Well, you should have kept um, the Toyota motor in it then. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. So yeah. Yeah. He had this was, uh... Chevy in there. As long as he has, I'm sure it was like the five three, and as long as he has a transmission cooler on his transmission, he should be okay. That was they the were using yeah, those are pretty reliable Chevy motors. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. The only issue they have is that transmission didn't come with the cooler from the factory, and when it got mm. hot, it, it just ate itself up. So if you got a cooler on it, it will do all right. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I, I had yeah. one that went 200k, and we had no issues with it. It was a great vehicle, um, old Tahoe, 2003 Tahoe. It had that same 5.3 engine in it. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It worked well. I, I worked on it a whole lot less. I did my Land Cruiser. The, <laughs> they started doing the fuel management deal in 08, I think, or 2010, yeah. and then mm. when they did that, it started dropping lifters. Wow. Yep. Yep. You got a. We got a um, an RGMC here. I've got a little chip that goes into the obd2 reader that disables that and makes it v8 all the time where it doesn't go from, from four cylinder to eight cylinders yeah. that way it, yeah because that's where the lifters are failing when they're shutting down and then just automatically kicking them back on apparently that motion over time is what makes them fail and so if you just keep it all eight cylinders then you don't have that lifter failure problem so it's a high mileage truck you got to try to take every shortcut you can <laughs> Yeah. That's really interesting. Do you know if that's uh, common with like Corvettes? Because my in-laws have a Corvette that does a, the, like the same thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can go on like that. Yeah, just go on. Yeah, just go look it up. I'm sure they make one for it that just disables that all the time. It keeps it at, at, at a. But for sure, a Corvette. I would if it was a Corvette. They're trying to really do it. I would take it to like a shop and they can reprogram it too, to yeah. where it won't do it as well. Yeah, I would go the reprogramming route for something like that. For what we're okay. using it for. Yeah, it's like a hundred hundred dollar little thing that plugs in and basically takes out the just disables it. Disables it. Yep. So it just That's stays wild. eight cylinders yeah. all the time. Huh. The dealers can do it now too, just like from yeah. there. I, I believe. I don't know how much they charge, but oh yeah, they just go in and tune. It's like five hundred. They charge like five hundred dollars, I think. And they go in and basically oh, wow. just change the code and retune it to mm-hmm. where it doesn't do it at all. Nice. Yeah. But it's wow. those LS engines. That's why people like them because they can do whatever they want. They can tune them however they want. Mm-hmm. They can completely, you know, it's just yeah. like a, it's whatever it's you want. You know, if you know how to work, work, work the software, yeah, you can make it be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Within reason. So, exactly. <laughs> Reliable. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I checked out that guy's Land Cruiser and I was stoked. And we, me and my buddy were just like drooling over it. And he had a cool um, home built um, camper trailer. Uh, off-road trailer that he uh, tows all around the country and stuff. So it's cool talking to him. Yeah. Um, didn't hit any trails with the kids. Um, basically just on forest service roads, just gravel roads. Um, so it was a pretty mellow weekend. Nice. Elko is so pretty. It's beautiful. Yeah. I got to get out there. Perfect. It seems so pretty. Steve, do you do anything fun? I'm trying to think. No, I just. Did you go to Cars and Coffee? I did. I see y'all yeah. out there. Y'all, y'all were mobbing deep in the yeah. uh, 
rooftop tents out there. I didn't know you were out there. Yeah, I no, wasn't. It's... I just saw it on Instagram. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I... uh, yeah. No, I uh, I went out to Cars and Coffee. I I like car shows, but then I kind of don't like. I almost just drove my beater Ford Escape there because I don't. I I like to see other people's cars. I'm not big into like <laughs> setting it all up. You know, setting up. I just this is gonna sound super pompous, but I get like a ton of questions. And when I go to car shows, I want to see other people's cars. So, <laughs> so I want to be walking around, not, you know, whoring out the Lexus. I love talking about it. <laughs> but when I have other agenda to see, you know, <laughs> other vehicles, that, that's keep your pimp hand strong, yeah. Steve. <laughs> Man. Keep your pimp hand strong, Steve. You know, it, it garners a lot of attention. And so, and I'm proud of that. I, mean, I actually am proud of that. Like people come up to me like, what have you done? So it is cool oh, talking dude. with people. That's car show shit, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be comfortable in that spot. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's what it is. I'll that's, tell you what, something, yeah, <laughs> something that got me like. I completely... mean, if you don't take it out and use it, yeah, and all you can do is just talk about it with everybody. <laughs> hey, I've got enough pinstripes to uh, <laughs> my paint's pretty bad. So, um, no, uh, how many shopping carts did you have? Hey, listen, <laughs> damn it. That was my secret. <laughs> Go to the Shot Target parking started. lot and just did, run did it you across. get too close to the Starbucks in the drive-thru? <laughs> no, yeah. Jessica does that. She runs it on the curb and everything. No. <laughs> um, With your Cooper MTs? Oh, no. <laughs> Is yeah. that mulch terrain? Mulch terrain. Home Depot traction. Oh, hey, listen here, Mr. Patagonia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't. I'm not a sellout, okay. <laughs> I paid for mine. I'm an idiot. I just... <laughs> How those uh, things holding up for you, dude? They have been perfect since the day I got them. I don't know what you, all you guys are talking about <laughs> over here, just making me make giving me a hard time. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. We still love you. We uh, we used to call those ling longs back in my day, but. Uh, <laughs> the tiger claws i can buy two sets of these for the price of a set of toyo so oh facts god they're so expensive yeah we're it gonna turns see out it's, it's easier to employ five-year-old china kids than it is grown men in america <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you for listening to the episode Thanks, gonna cut, here. Cut, cut i'm here <laughs> what was that will i think you're breaking uh, up out of the wilderness uh, yeah you're is there a behind you <laughs> <laughs> run oh jeez oh my god that's funny <laughs> No, um, so, uh, so no. Uh, my mom came into town this weekend from uh, Indiana, so we spent time with her. She was able to see Olivia for the first time, and so we just did a lot of family time go. this weekend. So yeah, it was good. It was really good. Nice, nice. Yeah. I was actually home this weekend uh, yeah. because I decided to once again drive straight back from Colorado. How <laughs> you keep doing that, dude? That's wild. <laughs> How many hours total from Colorado to Tennessee? 22. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> it's really not that bad. It's not. It's really not. Once you it's get into it, day. it's not. It's a very long day. You you go to sleep Plus, and you I get got home. a travel hack for you. You can uh you can put the iced coffee at Pilot inside the regular coffee and you save about seventy cents after taxes and everything and you get more iced coffee. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> I used to do that on, when I was a kid. I used to- You're talking about the styrofoam fountain cups, but you put iced coffee in it. No, the fountain drinks cost more than the coffee. You get the extra large <laughs> coffee cup. And you okay. Ice Pull out his math sheet and whiteboard. <laughs> Dude, yeah, Professor Will. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Oh man. When uh, I was a kid, we used to get the Slurpees at 7 yeah. Eleven and we yeah. put candy bars inside of them. <laughs> and then you wouldn't have to pay for the candy bars. You just like swoop right out the door. I mean, that's Man, you're a little hood rat. Yeah, that's, that's called theft. <laughs> I was like probably 12 years old. What's the statute of limitations of stealing a Snickers? <laughs> and a bite fingers, dude. Come on, man. So ain't, nobody got, ain't nobody got Snicker fingers. We butter fingers over here. Yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, well, we'll make sure to cut that piece out. Uh, <laughs> that's a lie. We won't. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, I went to we went to Utah this last week. It was a lot of fun. We went out there with the the Rome Four Low crew, and uh, yeah, man, me and my brother left. Brother in law left uh, Mm -hmm. Saturday, last Saturday, the twenty sixth. Yeah, yep, yeah. So I was wow, and and of course the trip couldn't start without a little fucking drama. Um, yeah, tell me about know. that. Yeah, I want to hear about this. <laughs> I was tightening the e brake before uh-huh. I rolled out because on our Land Cruisers, they come loose like all the fucking time for yeah. some reason. They don't have a self tightening mechanism or anything. Yeah. And I live on a hill, so I use my license. I'm going to tighten it back up, get it ready. And I'll tighten mm-hmm. it up, and diff oil starts coming out of my uh, rotor cover, oh, no. you know, the, the drum cover. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, awesome. <laughs> got a cool, still cool, leak cool. <laughs> literally driving out in four hours and three of those hours i've got to go be at a baseball field so wow awesome nice. bad timing i mean perfect timing but bad timing <laughs> poor timing very yes. poor timing yes. mm-hmm. um, did you get it so, fixed in tennessee or did you just drive it and deal with it or did it fix so itself? So I actually have a buddy here, uh, Brian Baker. Of, he's with Full Service Off Road, and mm. he had recently swapped in a locked hundred series rear axle in his LX470 that he's building right now, mm-hmm. and had his old axle just sitting at his house. And so I was like, "Hey, can I borrow your?" <laughs> axle shaft <laughs> in case borrow a man this... shaft huh yeah so i just went and borrowed another man's shaft for about a week um as a spare uh and so you know on the 100 series rear axles the you have the the oil seal that is clearly failed that's allowing the oil to get past that seal into the bearings yeah. and then it'll come, go through and go out of the um emergency brake drum yeah. And so that's kind of where it leaks. It also leaks behind the axle too a little bit. So right where the axle meets the hub. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is that diff fluid gets in there and it'll end up washing out all the grease in the bearing. And the yeah. only thing keeping your bearing cool at that point in time lubricated is going to be this diff oil. So I was like, okay, what I don't want to happen is this happen after thousands of miles of driving and I lose this bearing. If you lose that bearing, it's got to be pressed on. It's not yeah. a field repair. Uh, so you have to mm-hmm. go to a shop to get it. And I was like, okay, at least if I have a spare shaft, and yep. this happens, I can at least drive it 
long enough on a field repair to get it to where I need to get it to or something. It won't be just left out, out, out in the cold if the bearing fails. Sure. And I have a little bit of back in my head thought about that because that, that's what happened to the Red Clay Rally <laughs> with the Jeep. <laughs> and I was stranded. And so I was like, I'm at least going to have a spare. And yeah. so I hit him up. He was like, yeah, dude, uh, you, you can totally use it. I was like, sweet. He was like, but it's at my buddy's house. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> and then you get your buddy's number. Yeah. So I hit him up and he's like, oh, no, that's at somebody else's house. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was off this 100 series that had been totaled. Yeah. And so it was with, it was, you know, they swapped axles, basically the, the locked one that he got. And so all this crap was, was in this guy's barn mm-hmm. that lived out in Leaper's Fork. And so okay. I, I worked my magic. We, we end up meeting up with this guy. He, apparently he's, he's about to be inducted into the G Smitter Toyota Land Cruiser, you know, hall of fame oh. this year at Windrock. Hmm. So if Whoa. you're going out there, his name's Rainy Rain Man. Shout out to him. He's a killer dude. <laughs> he, you know, we got out to his barn. He comes yeah. out. He's like, "What tools do you need?" You yeah. know, just offer to help. He had a '60 series that had an engine out of it in there. He had yeah. a '40 series, oh, clean '40 series uh, that was outside. And so he helped us get this axle out. We got it out, wrapped it up, threw the Land Cruiser. Yeah, we couldn't get the seal out, so I was like, "Oh well." And he kind of looked at it and he's an old cruiser head. He's been doing it for a long time. He was like, man, I think you're going to be okay. He goes, you know, I just keep an eye on it. If it gets bad, sure. take a look, but I think you'll be all right. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. you give me a little bit more faith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so he was like, all he was us also, he has a, had a, another car in his garage. I was like, well, let's go check that car out too while we're here, man. I love looking yeah. at cars. Yeah. And he had a, a 1932 Ford that wow. they had Hemi swapped. and this thing was black with red interior i mean absolutely freaking beautiful beautiful car uh that i was just i was blown away so we sat there listening to him talk about that car for another you know 10 minutes probably yeah um but here's the car oh Uh, yeah that's gorgeous. It's no, no panel, so you can see the engine. The engine's mm-hmm. paint matched to the actual interior. Just, That's beautiful. Oh wow. my gosh! He said it took Love him fourteen years to build this build this car. Oh, that's crazy. Mint condition. Mint. Mint. Absolutely beautiful. Wow. That's you see some like he's a guy that has the uh, the, the sandblaster the, in the back, the sandblaster in the background. Man, he had everything you could think <laughs> of, and so I was my brother in law. We got out there, we hung out with him for like probably forty five minutes, and yeah, you know, it's just <laughs> you just that's that, that was the start of the road trip. Was just that's <laughs> awesome, <laughs> hanging out, checking out old cars, having yeah. a good time, pulling an axle that's shaft. Awesome. You know, it was he and, and my brother in law rolled through it without without a hitch and i was like hey man you made it through that part you're gonna be golden you'll be this right. trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. most people yeah. are like wait a minute we're starting the trip by pulling an axle out of a car <laughs> yeah. as a spare because, because you think leaking? it might break <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's wow. how our trip started uh so had your brother-in-law <laughs> done anything like this before no uh-uh. that's amazing uh, <laughs> <laughs> one way to get indoctrinated <laughs> yeah so we're, we're leaving the house and eric is like so you're you're not going to fix it before you go and i was like i don't know we'll see but i'm going to go pull that one out and just yeah. make a decision when i'm there i don't yeah. know yet and so we were just kind of i was like but i'm going to start moving that way i think if yeah. the, i start the trip then we'll we'll start moving in the trip i don't want to 
delay the trip start. Yeah, I can fix this yeah. from my car with the same tools. So yeah, yeah. we're just going to move. And so, yeah, we got that. And, you know, rain man gave me a little bit more, more oomph to go ahead and push it on. And <laughs> yeah. so I took his guidance and we hit the road and we booked it all the way to Memphis and ate at Gus's fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, it took us nice. 30 minutes to stop there, but it was 120% worth it. Nice. Always, uh, always worth it. If you ever go through Memphis, stop and get some Gus's fried chicken. You won't go wrong. It's up there with, you know, people wanting to stop and get Hattie B's or hot chicken in Nashville. Like you got to stop and get Gus's and yeah. like, it's yeah. that level of iconic to be. I saw they've got them like New Orleans now. They like, have all, oh, all kinds cool. of big cities and stuff too. So not just Memphis. <laughs> yeah, I've seen one of those. All over. Yeah. It's good food. Good food. Um, and then we, we booked it over to our, uh, Oklahoma, Yukon, Oklahoma, just past yeah. Oklahoma city crashed there for the night, got in about one, 1 AM. And, uh, the next morning we woke up and cruised 20 minutes up the road and met up with the Rome for low crew at their hotel nice. and, uh, rolled out from there for another 13 hours. Um, wow. yeah. ended Oof. up finding the seal in Albuquerque at an O'Reilly's. No and so stopped in on the way <laughs> just drove across the whole country i guess you could find it right someone's got i was like it. there's got to be one somewhere yeah. and so picked it up um ended up figuring out it was the wrong seal so oh, didn't oh, actually damn. have the seal <laughs> um it's been my and, uh, O'Reilly too. <laughs> yeah i was just like dang um and so didn't have the right seal but anyways we kept on crushing crushing up um had had dinner uh in mm-hmm. durango and then cruise, which is pretty crazy, uh, cruised up 550 through the San Juans in that pass there about midnight. Wow. Um, it was pretty crazy taking that drive in the middle of the night. Um, that was the first time my bearings started making noises. Oh, no. <laughs> was, coming, you know, those hairpin turns and those yeah. angles that you get to in those, uh, in those mountain passes. And I was just like, we'll roll in and we'll be okay. We'll figure it out in the morning. We got yeah. in at 1.30 the next night, too, almost. Wow. And so two nights hammered down, two days of full driving. Uh, but we got into Moab. Well, we were we were we got went to Montrose, Colorado, is where we yeah. stopped at the next night. And then uh the next day is trail days. So mm-hmm. everybody was cool, just get in, get going, and, and and roll out. Um the seal, like it was it wasn't bad, it didn't leak bad as long as I didn't get over like 80 miles an hour. But if okay. I got over 80 miles an hour, that pressure and the mm-hmm. diff would just push that that flew it out and <laughs> it leaked like some bitch <laughs> if i got too fast because yeah. i'd stop at a gas station every time and just i'd check you know my temps on the on the hubs and i checked mm-hmm. that leak and yeah anytime we were driving and got over like 80 85 uh you would you would see a, Wait, quite you a can bit go of 85 <laughs> huh you can go 85 i can yeah that thing oh, i've gotten man. that thing up to about 100 miles an like- hour does it like shake when you it go that floats fast? when I go okay. that fast? <laughs> yeah, don't don't trade it in for an eighty. <laughs> um, and so uh, how did you check so your yeah. temps on your hub? I have a little um, temp reader, uh, like a little gun, okay, temp gun, okay. And so I would just get out, check them out, because you know I was like, no, my luck, man. This thing's been making all kinds of weird noises and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing the hand it. test on mine. 
Yeah, as long as your hand can touch it for like two seconds, three seconds, you're good. It's it's when it gets above like 200 is when you got to really worry with that grease. But if it stays in the 130s, the 150s, it's not great, but you'll be okay mm-hmm. for a little while. That's actually a really good thing to just keep in your vehicle. Like seriously, think of everything you could check. I know you did that with your diffs when you got your blockers uh, um, yeah. in. I mean, seriously, that's such a great thing to just have in, in your toolkit. I imagine yeah, that they're we were, cheap enough. To, you can check your temperature too if you're out camping and you're yeah, feeling you, warm. I prefer. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 forget that some kids listen I to this. So. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh, but no, it is. That's it is. That's a, that's a good thing. I'd say like un something you wouldn't really think about, but that's a great tool on a road trip when you're in a vehicle that has two hundred and seventy thousand yeah. miles on it um yep <laughs> that is make it wasn't perfect when it left you know that was my thing it was like <laughs> yeah man this is not in tip-top maintenance shape like i would rather it be driving across the country right leave for every trip <laughs> <laughs> that's familiar territory for will <laughs> was like, i like living well i'll tell you what i'll have a little bit i have a lot more confidence in those things after this trip because yeah. it was not perfect by any means but it, it yeah. held together uh yeah and so, yeah, so the next day we, we rolled into um, a couple little towns, made some stops, got some yeah. groceries, you know, some pharmacies and such, mm-hmm. and uh, then rolled into uh, Top of the oh. World was trail one of, uh, <laughs> of our <laughs> trip. And we've got like, so this is, this is a little bit different. Normally these trips, you probably got three, four people. Yeah. Um, there's about 11 people, 11 cars. Oof. Wow. in this group did everyone go to so, the pharmacy yeah yeah okay yeah it was it was a <laughs> you know everybody had to make sure they got their prescriptions before okay. uh got it before they right. i was just i was just curious i just it was <laughs> i was just thinking about it <laughs> was this the biggest trip that they had ran I, you know i don't know i, I feel like it might have been but I, I didn't actually seems ask like that a lot. question yeah it it was it was you know it was a lot of vehicles but you, when when you go into it knowing there's going to be that many vehicles and every yeah. and there wasn't a rookie on the trip if that makes sense like everybody on this trip had been on one yeah cross country the right there overland trip <laughs> right so they've kind of they kind of know it. yeah yeah not just cross country trips but they you know these people go out they go out a lot like they're out every few weeks you know every every couple months at least yeah and so they know what happens on these trips. I think everybody on this trip had had a car break down once around a trail. Right. So no one was new to the time it takes to move through trails, which made, made things really, really nice. Um, Mm -hmm. but we go into top of the world and everybody's been driving for two days on roads. And it was like the first obstacle, everybody like forgot how to drive off road. (laughs) (laughs) Like I just like go up and hit it and stop. And I'm like, ugh. And Randall's like, hey, LJ, are you going to actually put that thing in four-wheel drive and <laughs> join us? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Let me shake it off here. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Now, okay. Yeah. I have lockers. <laughs> How do I do those? <laughs> it was a yeah. mess, man. It, it took me a little while to find my my, my wheeling legs, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but we finally found them, and I finally got to run all the way up top of the world which was nice. great. Um, they got some killer ledges uh, mm-hmm. and, and really good times going up as far as just the wheeling goes. And so got to the top of it, had a good time up there. Um, 
came back down and rolled over into Dome Plateau was okay. the next kind of stop for us. We camped there for the night, um, yeah. and it fucking rained mm. and rained and rained. In Utah? In Utah. Wow. Just rained all night long. Uh, we were staying under this awning, just hanging out, drinking juice boxes. Uh, <laughs> to like, box. you know, one, two in the morning. Uh, telling stories, right? You know, everybody told their rendition. Everybody told their yeah, yeah. Everybody told their rendition of um the red clay rally tree tree slap. Yes, Yes. so apparently Matt, uh, the guy with the white frontier, made it up that hill and didn't hit the tree, and he was only in two wheel drive. No, because he lost. He he said he lost his CV. He he ran it in two wheel drive. Wow. Actually, he did. Actually, I do remember that now. They were, uh, <laughs> like, they were I have no reason not that. to believe him. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He said he only had a few teeth. He said every now and then it would click a few and then it would go or something like that. Wow. Yeah, I do remember that now. Damn. But yeah, so we all, we I, all I couldn't even make story. it up in my. I could, that's, yeah. Does he have true. a Pro 4X? Yeah. Oh, so he maybe he locked the rear and was able to. For sure goose it up there yeah <laughs> yeah i'm sure he was doing a whole lot of that yeah I mean, it was a it was Probably a had car, american sure. made tires but i'll hey, say hey, I, I saw hey, hey, hey. jesus oh man out of nowhere will just comes with the hammer shots fired i love it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Where oh, uh, BFG's made? I don't know. I don't South know. Carolina. Oh no way! Yeah, Toyos are made uh, somewhere. I think in Georgia. I think you got Continentals. They're also made in, uh, which is uh, General Tire. They're also made in uh, South Carolina. Huh. You got some that are made there in Alabama and Tennessee. Yeah, Cooker. Yeah, or... just not Patagonia. <laughs> <laughs> hey man um well, uh, i just gotta give you shit <laughs> it's just the well, time that sounds like an awesome trip dude uh so we're good yeah it was it was edging in nice um we were having a good time uh dome plateau is pretty cool they had some really old cool mine ruins and since it had rained so much that it was actually like muddy the trails oh, were cool yeah. and so like there were a few times the land cruiser was like sideways like fishtailing in wow. this mud yeah and i'm like okay this is rowdy <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say that's where they get the term slick rock out there is that whenever it is raining uh those rocks actually do end up getting a little bit slick and then the mud is utah mud is absolutely crazy and it's it sloppy on everything yeah it's wild it is wild and so yeah the rocks were were fun um it, it made the whole day interesting just doing that because that trail yeah. wasn't a extremely difficult trail um but with some rain right rain can turn a trail trail rating from a four to an eight real quick yeah. uh and oh, for sure it didn't get to an eight but it definitely got to a six and a half that made it a whole lot more fun than a four yeah uh yeah <laughs> when you're out there doing that stuff so we had a good time with that that was a blast um so and, you said uh, there was a lot of vehicles but is is that kind of more fun being able to kind of see everyone go over those obstacles 
I thought it was a whole lot more fun. Um, but I, you know, for me, I kind of took the approach of I'm, I'm on vacation no matter what. And yeah. so I'm not in a hurry. Like once I get out to the desert, like I'm not in a hurry. You're already there. You're, you're on the vacation. Like, yeah. Like my truck, I, everything is in my vehicle. I have everything I can even get right now in my vehicle. So if we sit here, cool. I'll make me a PB and J and hang yeah. out. And- <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah. That's the, that's how'd that the work for you, LJ? Cause I know normally you're, normally you're a planner. So how did, how'd that work out for you this trip? Cause I know you said that you were going into it with that mindset. Were you able to keep that mindset the entire time? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we straight up chilled out the whole time, man. It was great. Um, I, you know, Matt led a great event and, and a great time as far as God goes. And so I was just hanging. We were hanging, chilling, having a good time. Uh, it was it was awesome. I just pulled up this 40 awesome. series here. This is the 40 series of that of Rainey's that the guy that was helping us out with that accident. Oh, nice. Mm. That's gorgeous. That thing's Perfect. nice. See if I can pull some video. Look at this video. These people are crazy, dude. These are some drift guys that we were hanging out with. (laughs) Wait, what? He's he's outside on the freeway on the running boards. Sorry, I'm like narrating this. And there's an 80 series and a forerunner, and they're like they're crossing over to each other's lanes. Was he trying to hop to the other vehicle? No, they were just like saying high five. Oh, so he just God. climbed out of the he just climbed out of the car. Wow. Wow. Uh, you can see here the so top of the world. You can mm-hmm. look across top of the world. All those mountains across it had snow caps on them. That's awesome. It was crazy looking. That's the shot right there, man. Yeah. Yeah, that area That's a good is so one right beautiful there. this time of year. Mm-hmm. Look at the clouds. It's pretty amazing up there. Safari. Dang. You're going to be down there for Easter Jeep Safari, you said? Yeah, I'm doing Easter Jeep Safari, and then after that, I'm doing Cruise Moab, and then after that, I'm doing uh, the Bronco Fest. So I'll be in Moab for about oh. a month, month and a half. Oh, that'll be awesome. Nice. Yeah, that's a lot of action. That's a fun trail. Is that rigs. the top of the world one? Top yeah, of the world top trail? of the world trail. Yeah. So it's, it's a decent real, like, climb coming up. It's a lot of ledges. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of just what the whole thing is up there on top of the world. It's just like you just climb up these ledges the whole way up and then going back yeah. down, you're just banging your bumper <laughs> the whole way back. Yeah. Slam, uh, slam, slam. Slam. That's why slam. I have that spare tire hanging off on there. It's like a big cushion. It's like an airbag. <laughs> that's so why you can I see some of the ledges below. here. Just how steep they are. Wow. Yeah. What brand alone are those 35s? 35 yeah. <laughs> he's a jeep guy yeah they they, they probably are <laughs> is that uh, randall yeah that was randall oh he came on it he, he did yeah so he's so um his girlfriend is a traveling nurse and so yeah. they basically moved to wherever she is where she's working and she's working outside of albuquerque right now and oh. so oh I told him the trip and he was like, can I join? I was like, hell yeah, you can join. And so he met <laughs> oh, us man. at the entrance to top of the world. Uh, <laughs> That's cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and he's and got ran, that thing kind of built out. 35s. Yeah. He's, he's upgraded a lot of it, trying to just kind of keep up with it as he's built it bigger. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's uh, it's, it's not a huge Jeep. Cause I think you can put 35s pretty much on a stock JK. If you just don't care about rubbing and stuff. So yeah. yeah. It's not or a 
yeah, but he uh, he drives a shit of it. He keeps up with us everywhere we go, pretty much. Nice, open, open. Uh, yeah, that's here's a- the- <laughs> to me that makes it sound worse for you because <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, uh, but here's the here's the campsite that I was uh, oh, I was telling man. y'all about. It has these like huge cliffs, and this was all around the back, all around here, wow. which helped out with the rain because it kind of blocked a lot of it from us, yeah. but. You can see how many vehicles we had. Yeah, that's uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who so had it, was, the most it made things different. Setup. The most efficient setup. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like, kind of tough. Someone that stood out. Because I mean, th- there were a few folks that just slept in their car, which I think that's the most efficient setup. Is when you yeah. just, you know, one yeah. guy had an eighty series and just built a platform in the back and his cooler and stuff sat under the platform, and then like it was the bed always made. In his back, yeah. in his back seat, and yeah, hatch. that's legit. <laughs> and so basically, they just pulled stuff out from under the the platform to like camp and stuff. But they could always like just go back there and go to sleep yeah, anytime yeah. they wanted to. That was probably the most efficient setup. Yeah, for nice. sure. How do you like your new uh, front runner uh, cubes? The boxes, the boxes were great. Actually, I uh, I love the fact that I never had to worry about something flying up or hitting me in the back of the head for the first time <laughs> that I've been doing this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I went back to one Plano box and I've been eyeballing those, those front runner cubes in particular are nice because they're, they're straight up and down and 90 degree corners. So you can yeah. pack them all the way to the edge. Yep. And they got a bunch of like strap down points too, that you could use to, to hook right. into. And so we had everything strapped down. I had the heart water system strapped in there. Let me pull, I'll pull a picture up. I think I got one coming up here soon that shows the actual. um, Trying to get Plano or Rubber to make some of those boxes. So you can see this is the setup right here. I mean, it was just the fridge, the boxes, Jackery, and the water. And that's all it was uh, for two people. Um, I had two boxes that stacked behind this box here Mm -hmm. that were our clothes. And basically, like I said, hey, pack all your clothes you want in this. And then a backpack. Ah. That's pretty much all we get as far as packing goes. Yeah. And so he packed in a backpack in one of those boxes. I packed in a backpack in one of those boxes. And so nice. That's what we, you know, the boxes were strapped down. The water and Jackery was strapped down. Um, and and then I had a swag tent that he mm-hmm. used. And mm-hmm. so we just put we laid that down over the 60 side of the back seat um, and then strapped it to the seat. Because, you know, when you lay that okay. seat down, it locks down. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. we use that seat as our anchor point and then, you know, put jackets or anything loose under that so it stayed tight. Nice. A couple backpacks in the 40 seat. And that was it, man. And that's kind of how so it was you had a better set up the whole setup time. than uh, last time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is uh, – the fridge didn't get scratched uh, now that I own it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you own it now. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally, uh, yep. it's yep. very secure and it's all you have uh, – slide which has yeah. been a great For slide where um, you also learned a lesson so. yeah, yeah education is expensive as yeah. i've said a lot on here uh, <laughs> Especially with <laughs> Man. and so so yeah so we were very easy simple right I, you know you see the i got my table here mm-hmm. uh food drawer oh shit drawer and yeah man it's it was pretty easy it worked out well it was the cleanest we were kind of see on the back it was just real nice to have uh all that dialed in with those boxes that makes a big difference uh so if you get a chance to grab some i I picked some up from a buddy 
I got pretty lucky with that one, I think. Um, I was going to say, yeah, they're pretty high and they're, you know, made in Australia. So. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really yeah. help us out. At so, all. so we hit, um, we finished that trail, rolled in, and then did um, uh, fins and things after we finished Stone Plateau. Stone Plateau finishes at a, uh, a really cool, like, mine. Uh, an old mine that you can kind of check out with some old cabins and stuff. So it was pretty cool to get out of the truck and check out some stuff. This is pretty cool too with this trip is there were that many people. So they really never got in a hurry. And so anytime we stopped at like a big viewing area, we just kind of sure. stop and hang out, mosey around, walk around a little bit, check it out. So that was nice too, to not nice. just drive on trails all day, yeah. but actually stop and get out and climb around and see a little bit of what, yeah. you know, what you have out there, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah yeah, so it's like right across the street from uh top of the world it's like we literally like just crossed the bridge and then we're in the dome plateau Hmm. um and then yeah then we actually rolled into moab proper and hit up uh fins and things which is a fun little trail everybody got a little rowdy out there it was kind of (laughs) like <laughs> who could bang around the most uh <laughs> there were some bumpers that's that, actually that, kind of an underrated trail it's actually a nice trail fins and things yeah it's kind of underrated now for a stock vehicle the the first two times i did it was my first kind of my first experiences ever in moab and i was 100 percent stock so maybe that's why i've got that uh that mindset yeah yeah it's a pretty steep trail um Here's one of the, let me share this video real quick. This is that 80 series. I put it out on social media, but he oh, basically just, just drags his slamming. bumper and then does a four wheel oh. burnout uh, to get yeah, up this rock a, face. That's a big hit. Yeah. <laughs> that wow. motor's just saying, oh man. <laughs> man. It was a big one. Um, I got the truck on a few on three wheels a couple times. There was one obstacle that I was trying to go up and couldn't get up, and I mm-hmm. was backing down and hit the brakes and did one of the wooey. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> on fins and things. Um, yeah, we got a little tippy. Uh, but that I'd ran that trail last year, so I, I kind of knew what I was in for. I knew it was going to be some real steep. We took every, you know, kind of there were some lines I didn't take last year that this year. I had just no hesitation going up. Yeah. Just yeah. be like, nah, yeah, I'm doing ask, this. <laughs> how's the how's the difference with some of those same trails with the lockers versus not? Big difference. Wow. I mean, just yeah, and cool. I didn't I don't think I used the front locker rare like barely at all, but just that rear locker, like mm-hmm. having that security in the back, that makes yeah. it, it just pushes things, push you over things that you normally would have maybe had to bump a little bit harder. You know, I don't it's just it, it, it the rear locker changes everything, I feel like. Wow. Is it an e-locker or is it like, is it mechanical or? It's an ARB. A- a- it starts farting at you when it, when it gets ready nice. to go. So <laughs> air locker, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's their ARBs. And, uh, and so, yeah, no, they worked well, uh, especially, you know, when I hit some of those really steep climbs, it was like, I just locked that thing and goose it. And mm-hmm. I knew that I had just two <laughs> wheels spinning back there, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's awesome um then we rolled into uh we got some food some grub again and then mm-hmm. headed over to uh through hurrah pass which is 
maybe one of the most beautiful drives I think I've been on in Moab. Um, to this point, of course, mm-hmm. uh, it was just like this kind of dirt road. It wasn't really anything super fancy, but yeah. uh, it was just like, you know, it's like the, the Canyon drive into Moab on that main highway. It's yeah. like that, yeah. but on crack, Beautiful because mm. it's not, you don't have that, the highway, you just have yeah. a dirt road. Um, That's gorgeous. just absolutely amazing views. And so the sunset hit while we were going down this road, which you can imagine was just absolutely beautiful. Mm. Yeah. I'm pulling up some videos now. It's just like anywhere you look, you're just like, Oh my God, this is so beautiful. Like (laughs) it didn't matter. Um, See everybody. And of course, as the sun goes down, what do overlanders get to do? Turn on the lights on. We're going to turn on our lights, baby. baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Let's blind the everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so, uh, so we started, we got to, we all got to, uh, fire up the lights. Um, nice. you know, everybody's on the radio just talking about how beautiful it is. Uh, that was, you know, one of those kind of moments in the trip where it's like, you hit some hard trails, you've kind of got the, you, I think that was the part where you really settle into the trip. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when everyone, everything starts coming together. Yeah. You're like, there's like a moment, it. like the group is now kind of in one speed together. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it just felt like it felt like we were in it at that point. Um, yeah. Everybody slowed down and was present, um, came to camp that night, found a good little spot to set up. Everybody cooked some food, hung out by the fire. Just one of those, just kind of the, the day of overlanding that, yeah. you, you know, yeah. you, you kind of <laughs> love to have um, the, that one day. You know, it's, it's like in golf, it's that one shot that brings you back. Right. That's the one day that, that brings you back. Yeah. Um, it was pretty awesome. Uh, awesome yeah. And then, uh, shoot, now, like you pass on the west side of Moab or east side of Moab? Yeah. You kind of like I take could, a I right. The video. I think you take a ride out of Moab and you just kind of, you're on like a, a paved road and then you just go right into dirt and then you roll out. If that makes any okay, sense. So you take a ride out of Moab. <laughs> yeah. Just take a ride. <laughs> Hang it past the fence, right the white fence. At this point, I was riding uh, with my brother-in-law, and uh, if you yeah, know, if I wasn't you know, really Jay, you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you had a couple of Capri Suns. <laughs> couple Capri Suns. Yep, packing the packing the door pouch, uh, ready to go. <laughs> I didn't know Capri Suns uh, fit in there. <laughs> it was cool. That was also cool because that was his first time really driving off road. Oh, was on this cool. road yeah and so he got to experience a pretty epic you know first mm-hmm. kind of off-road drive because it was like that but there were still little ledges that sure you know nothing crazy but something yeah. that you're like okay i gotta know how to approach this mm-hmm. and you know he was never as any real danger but you still yeah. gotta learn how to get over that without sliding and you're in a group of people who know how to wheel so you also don't want to be the guy that like gets the land cruiser stuck <laughs> yeah moab is one of those places that like if you've never been you can't imagine how it is like you can watch all the videos you can see all the pictures but until you're you know in sandwich between these giant canyons you can't understand how beautiful the red rock is how massive these canyons are just how unique and diverse that landscape is it's it's the craziest place i think i've ever been I agree 100%. I 
Yeah. It's, it's wild at yeah. just how beautiful it is. And, and when you get into it, it's wild how anywhere you look, it's be like, it's any angle. Yeah. Like, there's no yeah. bad angles out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really not. It's insane. And so that was our last day of rain though. And then it cleared up and okay. things got right. really nice. <laughs> um woke up from camp everybody was amped we were going into yeah. lockhart basin okay which had been you know from from matt's point of view and leading the trip this was the day he was most excited about yeah um you got about 20 obstacles mm-hmm. going into the trail okay. that's like just wheeling after wheeling after wheeling like it's yeah. it's good it's the good shit like yeah. it's fun. Nice. Um, okay. <laughs> you got V notches, you've got tight yeah. turns uphill that gets you tippy. I mean, you got, mm-hmm. you got basically pick your poison. You're going to have a lot of fun and a yeah. lightly modified Toyota. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now if you're out there <laughs> nice. in a Jeep on forties, it's probably pretty boring and you can just sure. do it all. But for, yeah. for the vehicles we build, it's, it's, it's right in line with where you want to be. Yeah. Um, so we get out there and start hitting that stuff um run in real nice it was good good wheeling good times and we get to the what they call the gatekeeper mm-hmm. and uh it's a pretty steep hill um yeah. that has a couple really big boulders at the top that if you don't get everything just right you're going to get hung up and high centered and you have to get winched out yeah um nothing like super dangerous but yeah. one of those like pretty technical you got to know your line. You got to pick your line. You got to mm-hmm. know how to move momentum with your vehicle through obstacles. Um, and if you, and if you get scared and come off, then, then you're, you're, you're going to be in a bad position. Yeah. Um, I know, Will, me and you've talked about this a lot, right? If you're going <laughs> to, if you're going to get in the line, you got to go through it. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, so we, so we're there. Matt runs his frontier straight up. It does a little shimmy, but gets out the next FJ runs up. Gets a little close to the wall, ends up bouncing on two wheels oh. and coming back down. <laughs> like drove up the wall a little too much. Yeah. It went on two wheels and then like dropped back Dang. down. So I'm at the bottom Ooh. and I look up there and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, and then the Tacoma goes up, yeah. high centers. They got to winch him out. Yeah. And then uh, Randall's coming up in the Jeep. And I'm going to share this one with you. <laughs> oh, man, uh, I can't wait. He's coming okay. up in the Jeep. And I, I start going, all right, he's coming up open, open. So he's going to hit it. So kind of while I'm telling people to back up, like stay out of the way of the rocks in case it starts this to spin This is pretty out. technical. Pretty technical Pretty technical trail. wheeling, yeah. I mean, you're looking at rocks the size, half the size of your tires, and you're climbing up Did over you see that? walls. Did you Uh-oh. see that break? Yeah, the, the steering? Yeah. So, oh, he was the Jeep uh, that broke? Yeah, it was the Jeep that ended up breaking. <laughs> surprise. Surprise, surprise. Uh, wow. <laughs> so watch down here, Jeff, as it comes up. Yep. And he's going to turn into the wall. And when he turns into the wall, you see. He goes up. Oh, that right wall was just a here. dead stop. This wall right there. Watch it right here. Mm. Oh, Did man. you see that snap tired. Yeah. That has gone. Oh. Yeah. Um, wow. That panhard so, was the steering drop arm or whatever. Oh, so what it, it was the craziest break you could, you could think would break the actual output shaft on the steering box snapped oh. in half. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh my so God. The wow. only fix for that is a new steering box. Mm-hmm. 
Which you don't, they don't carry just have it O'Reilly. A spare yeah, steering box for a JK. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut because I need a rack right now. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So Damn. this this break is crazy. Like, I mean, things break all the time, but this is a crazy break. Like, yeah, you know, from what I've heard, normally if something happens with a steering like that, it's gonna shear the box off the frame. At a minimum, you can strap that thing back, get to yeah. a safe spot. But like you've literally sheared, mm-hmm. you literally have no connection to your steering at this point, like at all. Complete and we failure. couldn't clearly couldn't get couldn't get anything, couldn't get it dislodged either, the actual part that broke. And so at this point, we're like, we gotta send somebody to Moab like three mm-hmm. hours away. Oh my god. <laughs> go try to find a steering box. We've been out of service for at this point. Uh, we probably left service. We left Moab the, the afternoon before is when we left service. So we've been yeah. out of service for, yeah, 20 hours at this point. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> and so two of the guys jump in the 80 series in the back and just start driving to Moab and literally go to Moab and go to like three different parts stores, find all the parts we need wow. and come oh, back. Man. And it's not like they can call you like, hey. uh, They can't call. We don't know. We leave. We don't know what's going on. So we're sitting there for seven hours, seven hours from the time they left, the time they got back, that we're sitting in the middle of this trail. We ended up, Matt, we ended up winching, winching, um, you know, you know, I don't call it ground or, you know, to another car. So the Jeep was was stationary and, you know, took out the steering box and basically got it ready for mm-hmm. all the parts to go back into it, hoping yeah. they would find the parts. And, oh, and my come God. Yeah, you, don't know, you don't even know. You <laughs> have take no idea. So we're hanging out, and uh, Randall goes, hey, why don't you record a podcast? We were like, yeah, this is a great opportunity. And hey. so we, we, actually, <laughs> we actually set up, me and Matt set up. Russ, yeah. uh, one of the guys that's, like, big in the media, set his camera up, and we recorded a live podcast that's with a phenomenal – uh, backdrop background and... <laughs> of wow. the uh, awesome of the actual session yeah it was it was pretty stellar oh man um, and so we'll get we're one. gonna you know by the time this comes out that'll be already be out yeah uh but yeah it was it was pretty stellar um great time uh to do it just and really at the end of the day is like we knew we had a lot of time to kill and sure. so it was like how do you you know Really like that 20 time. people try and stay yeah. entertained for yeah. six or seven hours in the desert <laughs> oh, with no live audience and <laughs> yeah so we had a live no audience service. recorded a full hour podcast <laughs> That's awesome. uh, nice. talked about the whole trip it was yeah. good so uh we'll have a little bit two two parts of the trip um, what we didn't know at that time was are we going to get out of the canyon <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then yeah so luckily seven hours later they show back up they have the steering oh box and all the parts. Of course, yeah. it's a jubilee of excitement yeah. from the entire group. <laughs> oh, uh, jubilee. There were, there were there were hikers that walked by just taking pictures. I mean, it was it was a mess. <laughs> yeah. So where Randall was was the entire like uh, track shut down, or could people go around him? Nope. Wow. You could not go anywhere for yeah. seven hours. We oh, nothing oh, was wow. moving. Yeah, that was the only way in or in, through that trail, and he was yeah. literally broken down right, right there the at that little. We had him. That's why you car. bring yeah. snacks and water with you all the time. <laughs> juice boxes. Yep. And juice boxes. And, yes. And 
juice boxes Capri and Suns. waters. Capri mm-hmm. Suns. Yeah. Waters. And snacks. I had a couple PB&Js hanging out there. <laughs> I mean, for seven hours, you probably had a couple juice boxes, a couple, yeah, bags a couple of chips. juice boxes. Yeah, yeah. We had we had a good old time. Uh, we, so we, we like set up rocks and we're like trying to throw rocks and hit rocks. I mean, you, you know, we went through the gamut, <laughs> you know, went for a hike. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, anything and everything we could do, we did. Um, but finally got it up, got it out. And by this time mm-hmm. it's dark. Yeah. Like, oh, it's for dark. sure. And so we've got one of those, you know, those big CVT lights. Nick has one of those dark. lights. Yeah. Um, and it's really bright. And so they set this up. Everybody's got their headlights the out. UFO lights. Yeah. And I'm not saying it was King of Hammers, but it had King of Hammers vibes. <laughs> uh, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> it was, you know, everybody had been sitting there for like seven hours watching this, seeing this Jeep broken. Yeah. The only cars that had been through, one had a tough time. One went on two wheels and one got winched up and the yeah. fourth one broke. Yeah. And my <laughs> Land Cruiser is the next one in line. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and you're like, Damn. oh, dude, you can't screw <laughs> oh, this <man>. up. <laughs> You've got, Damn. you cannot wow. screw this up, yeah. LJ. <laughs> Come on. And there's not bang. a lot of pressure, but for some reason, I put a bunch of pressure on myself. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, man, you got to just drive a good line, get up in. <laughs> And so I like get in and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and put my rear locker on. So I've got, you know, good acceleration. I always have good grip and I go to, you know, I get the compressor on Mm -hmm. and I go to hit the rear locker and the compressor just runs. Oh no. Feels like I've got a leak somewhere in my rear locker line that it's not engaging. And so I'm like, damn it. Now I got to go up this incline on these rocks in situations that literally eats hundred series front diffs for breakfast yes. on the regular. Yeah. <laughs> like it is the perfect front oh diff eater God. of an obstacle. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. And so I'm like, okay, let's go. Like I, I got what I Can't got. Anything. Yeah. Everybody's waiting. I've got to get moving. Cause we've got, you know, six other cars behind me. that got to get up mm-hmm. this as well. And so, I'm like, all right, guys, I need a spot because it was dark. You couldn't see anything. You sure. just saw shadows. And so yep. people are like, hey, go here. There's two guys trying to spot me. I was in a really weird position. I kept dragging my diff. And so finally, like, we got me out of that spot. Mm-hmm. And I just saw the line. And I didn't let up. And okay. I said, I'm either going to be spinning all four tires yeah. or I'm making it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am not coming out of this line. Yeah. And dude, that Hunter series just walked up it with no problem. Like that's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Walked right <laughs> up it. And then the Hunter wow. series behind me, that's same awesome. thing. Wow. Same thing. Um, and uh, and then the forerunners came up, and these forerunners will reminded me of yours, just regular old forerunners. Nothing yep. crazy about them. They had the rear lockers, man. Those things were eating everything for breakfast. Wow. Um, the FJ awesome. walked up it. Um, it was really fun. The only one, there was a flatbed 84 Toyota truck. Okay. okay. Little bitty truck out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that had a little bit of trouble, but that was only because it was carbureted. Okay. And once he kind of got the bowl adjusted right, mm-hmm. he walked right up it as well. And wow. so... But it was so cool. All everybody's headlights, big lights. Yeah, yeah. It was just a whole lot of fun <laughs> going up that big, you know, the biggest obstacle of the trip kind of um, at yeah. night after, you know, kind of having to sit there, look at a broken car. But that was kind of the pinnacle of nice. the 
of the adventure was, you know, getting through that, getting up those obstacles, kind of pulling together as a team and a group and staying positive, you yeah. know, working towards a solution. All those, all those things came in handy and um, made that a really fun day. Got in that night, had a whole lot of fun at camp, just celebrating the fact that, you know, we were at camp and not camping yeah, in the bottom the, of that yeah. canyon. Oh man. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, man. That, that makes a great, uh, that makes for a great time. You had the, the overcoming obstacles, like, dude, you should have you should have brought a GoPro with you and just vlogged the whole thing. That would have been phenomenal content. It, I mean, there was a lot. Of, so there were a couple really good media people. There was one actual like professional videographer, cinematographer oh, cool. yeah. that was with us, oh, um, sweet. Jordan. Sweet. And so he's actually going to be putting out a full video of the trip oh, that will go that. on the Rome Forlo YouTube I can't channel, wait to watch and you'll that. be able to. That sounds awesome. Yeah, you'll yeah, go to watch nice. the whole movie from there. Um, and he's a, he's a pro. Like that's what he does for a living. And so, uh, mad props to him. Nice. He was mm-hmm. he was working the whole time. Like there was a wow. a lot of the trip was kind of stopping and letting him, you know, get out and see sure. obstacles. And then, you know, good panoramic views. We'd stop and he'd kind of walk over to the edge and catch her by going through the canyons yeah. or something. Like it were some. It was legit. I was really impressed. <laughs> Nice. And how legit it was. And then uh Russ watch that. Yeah, Russ, another guy, uh Still Cities Overland on uh on Instagram. He was Mm -hmm. capturing a lot of content as well with his camera. And so he's gonna have a lot of good stuff out there. I saw his post. How many photos did he take? He's I don't know how exactly how many, but he took a lot. He said he said like forty thousand or something like. He took a lot of pictures, y'all. He took a lot of pictures. I was like, oh my god, I feel overwhelmed with like 30 or 40 photos. It took a lot of pictures. That's what I was going to say. That's just overwhelming. I'd, I'd end up being like, well, yep, got all these pictures. <laughs> no, knowing you, you, you're, you would lose them somewhere in your hard drive. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's about to, um, Valid. Russ is a good one to follow because he's about to take off and travel the country for the next year. And that's Steel so, City or? Yeah, Steel Cities. Yeah. He pulled, okay. he pulled the plug on work and he's just going to go for a year and baja alaska he's he's gonna be hitting it so that's awesome if you're listening looking for someone to follow over the next year they're gonna be getting after it and he's an amazing photographer so it'll be captured really well too oh cool um but yeah so we got over the obstacle as as will me and will have reminisced on this a lot if 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 something doesn't go wrong it's not an adventure right yeah yeah Yeah, for sure it's just what it is um and so Move through that, have a good night. And then now we've got the rest of Lockhart Basin to get out of. Yeah. And so um, the plans to finish Lockhart Basin and then go to uh, Hole in the Rock and go check out that area, um, which okay. has a lot of really cool history of some of the early settlers of that area, which was pretty neat. And so we were running out, really good wheeling out to a lot of cool ledges that play on and, 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 and do stuff in. And mm-hmm. we get, it's not a, it's a, 60 mile trail and so it's not short like that's a lot of and we were only like 10 miles in when randall broke so (laughs) we had a lot of trail to get through the next day (laughs) so it took us almost all day to get out of this trail basically um and at the end one of the vehicles actually broke down at the end of this trail and so we go back we tow him to the pavement and roll to the closest town find the part but it's not going to be until the next day mm. and basically it was going to be in like at a time in which i was going to be really close to having to leave yeah and so my trip kind of got cut a little short because yeah. we looked at it and we're like 
and the weather got real bad where it was like mm. going to be sleeting that night. And it was like, okay, so we're going to camp and then just get up in the morning and drive home. So some of the hardcore overlanders or campers will probably shame me, but we decided to pull the plug on about that time. Yeah. They had the part secured. They were going to go put it on the next day about midday. And then they were going to yeah. continue their trip, but where they were going to go into, we really needed to be going into that Thursday night. Okay. If we were going to be able to get out in time for me to, get back to Nashville Uh, in time. Um, And so just the timing of it kind of, and then so we, there were like three or four of us that popped out at that point and split off because we all had to be working on Monday and stuff. And so started Mm -hmm. cutting back and and driving home and land cruiser started making all kinds of fucking noises on the way back. Just (laughs) mad as hell that I decided (laughs) to cut that trip early and not camp out of me, I guess. Cause she just, (laughs) You just made a racket the whole way back. <laughs> so what, what sort of noises? What happened on the way back? Uh, man, there's there's something at like 30 miles an hour when I coast. It sounds like a rotational rub that literally started. Um, it, it started the first in time. Gear it was, and out of gear or just in gear or what? In gear, going at like 30 miles an hour, but coasting. So if I break, it goes away. Or if I get into the gas, it goes away. But if I'm just coasting, it's a rotational grind between like 30 and 40 miles an hour. Maybe I have no idea. Um, and so uh, huh. it started, like I said, it started doing it when I was going around the pass, oh, okay. the mountain pass before we got on the trails. Mm-hmm. And then we got on the trail, like it did it the next morning when mm-hmm. we got in the car for the first like 10 minutes and then it went away. So okay. I was like, okay, maybe, maybe it fixed itself. Right. Well, yeah. Land cruisers and Toyotas <laughs> yeah. <just> fixed itself. <laughs> so, well, did you we, get the seal fixed? No, I have not fixed any parts it? at this at this stage <laughs> of the game. <laughs> I have just Ooh. been running, and so um, I'm like, so like we're, that happens before we start the trails, and so I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, the day we're going to go hit top of the world, it makes that noise, then it goes away, and. My brother looks at me and I was like, we're going to forget that noise happened. He said, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Turn up up the radio. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so we just hit the road and it it didn't make that sound again all week until we're leaving. Interesting. Okay. (laughs) So I I don't know if it was the center diff lock or four low or what, because we're basically in four low for like three days straight. Um, so I, I'm not sure it didn't do any noises. And then we start heading back and we get into Durango, Colorado, and it mm-hmm. starts making that noise. And every time that we got off the interstate or went below 50 miles an hour, it made that noise. And so <laughs> me and Chase's logic was, we're just going to go on the interstate the whole time and we won't hear that noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's, 80 miles that's what, an hour it's still making noise you just can't hear it over the uh, we didn't hear it and <laughs> it was it got home uh wow. and we nice. made it home like you know because at, at 30 to 40 you would hear it and you could feel it too through the drive train and then mm. once you would get to speed it doesn't make the noise anymore so we we're like something's getting out of whack i don't know what it is yeah but mm. we're just gonna risk it and i had sure. a I had a spare bearing. I had a CV Brisket for the biscuit. I had, I had anything I think that could have actually broken if it decided yeah. to like fail yeah. while yeah. going down the road. But like I said, I was also checking the temps mm-hmm. on a regular basis. So every stop I was checking the bearing temps, they were all within right at the same of each other. So there wasn't like a, 
uh, one bearing's going anything. bad, yeah. making noises or anything like that. So hmm. all the temp CVs were good temp. So everything was in line. So I was like, this is just some maybe weird sound. Um, and your rear diff fluid was been fine the whole trip. Like, yeah, I, I did you check lost that. Some, but okay, I, I I checked the diff fluid before we got on the trails, and mm-hmm. it was still good. Okay, um, interesting. And then I actually at that point in time, once we got in, I I did some brake clean on the back of the where it all had leaked, mm-hmm. and it really didn't leak that much. It, it didn't leak hardly at all when I was on the trail. Like it stayed okay. pretty dry. Are you running was, stock recommended diff fluid, or did you go up to like I know Forerunners a lot of times people go seventy five ninety. Um, well, seventy five ninety is what's recommended. recommended. Yeah, no, I've I've basically stayed with what's what's the stock recommended diff fluid for that, and I think that's what ARB recommends. Pretty much, pretty gotcha. sure. So, so yeah, I don't I don't know. Weird. We'll, we'll get it figured out. Um, well, there's one way to figure it out, and that is whenever it breaks. Exactly. Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna dig into it next week and we'll get it all tightened back up. Cause I want to get some camping in again. I'm, yeah. I'm itching to get back out already. I want to, I want to, I want to do a, I do this every time we go out and do these wheeling trips out West. And then I just have an itch for a pure camping trip. Yeah. Because you're wheeling every day and you're just on, you're kind of like, you don't ever get off the road for a week almost yeah. Yeah. just driver's seat for a week. And then I'm like, once I get back, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to camp. just camp yeah. and camp. just sit around camp for Let a couple days. <laughs> Did you, because so, uh, I listened to your podcast earlier that, that that you had talked about all the stuff and you wanted to know what you bring to go out to the desert and kind of wanted to get some ideas. Uh, did you change up your setup any? Were, did you find anything that you felt you could have used more or, you know, kind of swing back to that, what, what you prepared for? So I, I think because I went during the time I went, which was the springtime, um, I, I don't think I really needed anything different. Cause the, the temperatures were, you know, forties at night and seventies in the daytime, which is oh, literally perfect. kind of what our temperature has been here for the last few months too. And so not much of a change, everything worked real well. Um, when I was out there in the summertime, I had overheating issues. It was a pain in the ass. I was literally, yeah. um, yeah, I remember my that. Heater the whole time to, to keep the temps down. And so this trip out was nice and have any of that. I'd do, um, now the hundred series, they, they, they boil gas out there. There's a lot of gas that bubbles out of your gas tank. So yeah. if you got a hundred series and you see that, don't worry. It happens to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it literally happens to everybody. Every hundred series. So Matt, two, whenever it's 110. So Matt, the other uh, hundred series owner was out there and he recently lost his front diff and replaced it with two lockers as well. There you go. <laughs> so we got something in common. Yeah. <laughs> nice. um, Camaraderie but, there. <laughs> He was like, I've been trying to figure is like, is your gas doing this? I've been trying to figure this out. And I was like, Yeah. I was like, I was out here with Lee Sumner. He said, Don't worry about it. And if Lee ain't worried about it, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I don't know how much that Lee Sumner is not worried it is. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, if something wasn't right on his land cruiser, he'd be worried about it. And uh, he wasn't worried about gas bubbling out of his gas tank and he yeah. basically is one of those things where he told me that every hundred series does it yeah. and and it just is what it is when you go out there and so i thought it was just in the summertime but apparently also in in the time we were out there it's just elevation change i don't know yeah. what it was but the i had elevation. gas bubbling out of the uh of the tank really only on top of the world was the only place that really did it out there but i guess that's probably the highest elevation that we were on yeah um and so yeah so that gas went bubbling out 
that's normal when you go up on your land cruiser there. Don't freak out. Just get a little water, get a little towel, wipe it off so it doesn't eat your paint up. Don't leave it there yeah. for the whole trip. Wipe it off that day and it'll be okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, I don't know. It could not be okay. I still haven't cleaned my car. Um, I did wipe off the fuel <laughs> from the side of the Land Cruiser, but I have not actually cleaned said Land Cruiser since I've been home. I did detail the inside because it that's all right. Was, they like it dirty. They do. They do. It was nasty. Now I am gonna. I'm gonna try to spray it down before I am gonna take it into the shop to get the seals done. Uh, because since both rear seals and my other rear seal started leaking on the way home too, so now I've got two rear seals that are leaking, mm, and. Yep this mystery noise in the front. So that's, that's going to shop labor for me and my mediocreness in the mechanics area. Uh, especially because those rear axles, you have to press on new bearings and I don't have a press here to do mm. those. Yeah. yeah, Makes it easier. So it's going to go in the shop. We're going to figure out what that is. It's going to get dialed in again. So that way we can get out this summer and not worry about it. Because I think I got the setup dialed in as far as camping goes. Yeah. Finally, after I feel like four years, I really do feel like I got it dialed in. And nice. it feels good once you get it dialed in. Yeah. Once you have like dude, you ain't lying. Yeah. It, it feels it, good. Does. it feels natural. It does. And that's what I felt in this trip. That's where it felt for me. Was it, it just felt like I knew mm-hmm. where everything was the whole time. I knew what I had, what I didn't have. And yeah. I just really liked the fact that it was all where it was supposed to be and dialed. That was, that was a good feeling. I need to pull Definitely. up this other campsite we had just so y'all can see that real quick. We're probably at time, aren't we? If it makes you feel any better, I'm just now getting my stuff dialed in. And this is really the first time I'd say this year, uh, doing these laps around the U S is really the first time that I've ever been like, man, this is, this is finally the way that I want it to be. Yeah. The only thing I'd say that I want to separate or that I want to change is I do want to get two small boxes instead of the one big box. Yeah. And I want to keep my uh, dry food and then, and then my cooking stuff separate. Nice. You try putting a wood divider in between them? The big box? You know, I thought about that. I have not, uh, I have not done it, but I actually thought about it. And the, I put one in mine. still, it would still be easier. I think with the two boxes, just yeah. because there's a lot of times I just don't need the canned goods and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. I keep my so food grabbing that big separate, box, but I, I yeah. put a, I put a wood divider, just like a half inch sheet of plywood cut in there. And it divides like my utensils from like other things like pots and pans or whatever, you know, my cook mm-hmm. kit and it helps yeah. from just keeping it from mixing together. Nice. Nice. Yeah, this was the this is our camp last night. Just it's a beautiful huge, open a, open huge like plateau area. Yeah. Just beautiful just skyline. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Nice. God, it makes me want to get back out there, man. It's, I love it. I love that. <laughs> that well you can go out a couple hours driving Moab. Yeah. That's all you gotta so, do. Yeah, it's a little difficult with the, the newborn, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you just got. I'll meet you out there. Yeah, <laughs> I know you'll be out there. Uh, so you're gonna be out there, what for Easter Jeep Safari? And are you gonna make it out there for that, or is it gonna be Cruise Moab when you roll in? Yeah, no, nah, man. I, you know, this is the perfect time of year uh, to go out there. So 
Yeah, I plan on being out there the whole month. The only uh, thing, I'll break it up. I'm meeting a friend of mine out in Vegas. Yeah. And uh, so I'll break up the, the trip for that. But, yeah, I'll be out there for all three of the, the big events and then be leaving just in time for it to get nice and hot so that way I can go over to nice. Flagstaff for uh, Overland Expo West. Oh, sweet. Flagstaff nice. is gorgeous. Loved it. Have you hit Lockhart Basin yet, Will? No, I'm actually, uh, well, I say no, I don't know. A lot of times I hit trails and I don't realize what the name is of them. <laughs> uh, Hell's Revenge was one of those for me. The very first time I hit Hell's Revenge, I didn't know that it was Hell's Revenge. And so I'm going up this thing and, and everybody's like, hey, did you go up Hell's Revenge? I was like, oh, I don't know. They're like, oh, you know, it has this big climb at the very front right when you get into it. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I went up that. <laughs> oh yeah that one that hill oh yeah that one yeah that one yeah. my yeah. stock foreigner yeah, yeah i did thanks yeah. how was your triple locked 80 on 40s <laughs> <laughs> right. Scary right. Shit. Yeah. 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 Oh, no but i want to hit that uh that uh dome plateau and you know ironically i've never been on top of the world uh so i'll be doing top of the world this time and uh i've got sliders now so uh my uh, balls might be a little bit bigger and i've also oh no uh, that's not good (laughs) yeah proper Uh, i didn't hit my skids too uh, much but definitely sliders so that's nice to have uh with your sliders and your uh driver mods that you have i don't think you'll have any issues (laughs) (laughs) getting through top of the world at all uh yeah i think i think it'll be fun yeah, and check out and go find that campsite I showed you at Dome Plateau. It's right on the right inside of it, so um, you'll be nice and protected from the elements For sure. if you have them. Uh, For that's sure. cool. Yeah, you, if you get out there and you get a chance to unlock our basin, you can you can also do that. You shouldn't have any issues getting through that that trail either. Um, and that's like sixty miles of all BLM. So when you're ready to disappear for like two days. There you go. <laughs> I bet that's where uh, the Transamerica Trail comes into into Moab from uh, from Colorado and such. It's down. It's down south, so it's down by Monticello. So it might, yeah, because we came yeah. out down by Monticello and then ran into Durango. Um, yeah, the way we, we went out. I'm wanting to say there's a there's a big canyon there uh, too. With, of course, there's petroglyphs all over. Um, yeah well yeah yeah What's they're all called? over the newspaper or whatever them, but yeah the newspaper, newspaper. yeah 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 we saw that you want to see what it looks like steve okay yeah i do let me pull it up real quick I'd love to i got see some that. pictures of it it's pretty cool been, i was looking at, is, i was like okay that is the this is neat trail. so you go you go down lockhart based on the transamerica trail oh, that's no crazy. way oh, they pull crazy. you down that trail yeah. on that one no way there's also a uh, there's also a rock formation out in the same area that I'm thinking of, That's which wild. sounds like it might be Lockhart Basin. There's a rock formation that looks like a Coke bottle, and it's called Coca-Cola Rock or some shit like that. Oh, I don't know about that one. We never saw that. Yeah, it's one of the one of the very first pictures I took of Apple out in uh, out in the Red Rocks was at that mountain or at that deal. Oh dang! Yeah. No, uh, no, no. Well, if you haven't been on it, you got to check it out. Um, because for sure uh, it's a whole lot of fun um try and take it hard way first so from chicken corners in is how you want to try to go um going the other way is is super sketchy because a lot of the stuff we climb in you go out and you're going kind of like 
driver's wheel first drop, kind of like Black Bear Pass in a lot of Ooh. really hard turns, which you know, you Ooh. might like that. You might like a little spicy. I don't know, Will. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the the sliders might give him some confidence. That's yeah. really cool, LJ. Yeah. Thank you for showing that to me. I, yeah. Well, the sliders give me confidence, but the rattles and the uh, steering <laughs> rattles uh, kind of throw yeah, it back takes down it away. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, King of the Hammers was hard on your boy there. That thing, uh, <laughs> turns out you go beasting through the desert for a week and a half, chasing action through the through the lake bed. It's uh, it wears a number on this thing. Mm. It does, man. It, it just it wears these. I mean, it wears the vehicles down, right? They're older yeah. vehicles. Yeah. Um, well, especially but, when you start putting thirty threes on them and changing the angle of the dangle with suspension, and you know what I mean, doing all that <laughs> stuff, man. Just, the oh, angle man. of the what? Angle of the dangle. Like that. That's amazing. Oh shit, that's funny. Uh, well, guys, that was fun talking about the trip. Makes me want to get back on it. I've been a little, yeah. a little sad. Just yeah, not living adventurous every day it's uh yeah. post-trip depression a little bit yeah um just kind of like man i should be doing this all the time but you just can't do it all the yeah, time yeah you should sometimes <laughs> just Damn, uh you will just yeah i know ain't in the cards for me right now i wish it was so the, um, so the uh the thing i got in the back of my head is like uh I, I went out to or i was telling christy that i was going out to moab and she's like oh yeah you going to be able to you know sell the tracks of easter jeep and i said yeah well we didn't get the vendor booth in time i said but you know i should be able to just set up somewhere out of moab and sell some tracks shouldn't be a real big problem i said if if i run out of money though the mcdonald's and moab is hiring at 18 dollars an hour so i'll just go work a couple <laughs> there you go man <laughs> get yourself there a you planet go. fitness uh membership and there you go. Place a shower and you could run like an off-road food oh, yeah. delivery I, I, service yeah. out there <laughs> for for people yeah. like Randall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Pieces of Jeep. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, oh damn, that's funny. Nice. Uh, well, we'll get back on here in a couple weeks and talk about some more cool shit. Definitely. I guess at some point uh um, i got some big mods in the, in the in the pocket so i'm excited to yeah talk about those oh, yeah oh, i won't yeah. spoil it but yeah yeah i'm excited yeah, Ooh, yeah. I, I still have some so axles you're not doing a van soon. uh we'll see we'll, we'll talk about it <laughs> oh man i'm yeah, interested right. now what a teaser oh yeah steve's <laughs> building something Stay tuned. <laughs> Gonna get nice. <laughs> yep. It's gonna uh, get wild. All right, y'all. Well, hey, y'all take care. Have a uh, good rest of your week. It was good chatting with you. Bye, y'all. All right. Peace.